Hey everyone, and welcome back to Artist Avenue. This time around, we're joining up with Kubert School once again to uh, visit with an old friend, Anthony Marquez, and uh, a new one, Giovanni Valletta. Both of these guys are two students turned instructors over at the school, and uh, we get a little bit of backstory about them. If you want more information, please check out the show notes. There'll be links to see where the videos can be found and more information on both of these gentlemen. So please, sit back and relax and enjoy. trying to get this this combination up here together for like three months man but you know we don't go to school on Mondays anymore so uh, we had to start for a Tuesday now that winter's over so thanks guys for for coming really appreciate it hey we're here yeah we're I, here. See. I see so let me let me ask you this then because uh, we're gonna get right into it if you weren't here right now what would you be doing I would be on route 10 uh-huh. talking on the phone to my mom or Jackie uh, and being like, hey, what's going on? What's the latest and the greatest? Uh, oh, the baby's not feeling too well. All right. <laughs> and then like, starting to plan to get ready to get home and try to figure out how to finagle all the home stuff with drawing. Okay. And getting ready to not sleep at all. Mm. All right. That's, uh, that's real. What about, what about you? Um, I'd be on my way, on my way home, or uh, I'd probably be in my studio. Drawing? Yeah. All right. Now, what are you guys working on right now, this very moment? First, I'll do. Yeah. Okay, take me in. <laughs> All right. So um, right now I'm working on Solar, which is like an old gold key character. Yep. And that's for Dynamite. And then I'm also working on a book called Guillotines at Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. And I have to get everything done. And it's been a lot right now, but it's good. It's <laughs> okay. good. So. Um, well, besides teaching here, I'm working on this. Uh, project, it's like an independent project that me and, and the writer are trying to get picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called uh, Ungutli, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, you know, it's a pretty cool premise, you know, it's about like, you know, gods and uh, they have like disciples and stuff and, you know, they all have like, uh, all the different gods have their their own disciple and their disciple has like, you know, specific ability and power that represents their, their god. Um, so I've been really having a lot of fun with that. Because uh, I haven't drawn superhero stuff in a while, yeah. you know, so it's kind of like good to get back into doing some some fun stuff. Right now, now both you guys are—I would say—you're kind of in that in that recent graduate window from the school, um, and you know I know you guys have been around for a while, but like the past year though, you know, like as far as you coming in and being part of the faculty and still doing books, like what has that transition been like? Like it's almost like you went from just being a freelance guy, doing what you know, doing your thing, to now you're like on the faculty. You know, you kind of come back, and now you're grown up. You know, yeah, yeah. what's that? What is that like now? I don't know. For me, it's kind of like I've never left because uh-huh. ever since I graduated, I uh, started working in telegraphics. Right. And uh, I was working with Joe, and like that was one of the uh, best experiences I think because you know I was just getting stuff from Joe directly and. I got way more than I did when I was in class with him. Right. Um, and then I started um, started doing backgrounds and stuff for other people mm-hmm. um, that do you know 
big things for Marvel and DC. Oh yeah. And then, um, and then I, you know, they asked me one time if I wanted to sub or if I wanted to do like a Saturday class. And then that's kind of like that thing started. And then, and then all of a sudden I was doing the summer camp classes. Um, and then one time, you know, I'm pretty sure all you guys know about this thing that happened here at the school. We had a fake teacher, and, uh, and so the you know the students got up on that, and uh, they asked me to sub for for you know until they found someone new. And I mean, there's there's a rule where you can't be a teacher unless you've been out of the school for like three years. Um, so I subbed for that week, and the students liked it so much that they, you know, they really yeah, that was that was my class. We, we liked it so much. So. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently they they learned so much in one class that you know, yeah. So that just kind of just fell in my lap. You know, I wasn't I was never planning on, it. but you know, it's fun. I, I I for one I you know like I don't consider myself a teacher, but if I can do anything to help anybody, you know, be a better artist or try to understand certain things, then, you know, I'm all about it. Right. You know? That's cool, man. Yeah. What about you? I mean, you were in security, and you worked yeah, stuff around for events. I love this place. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Like, honest. I don't know if there's anybody else that goes to school here or has been here really, like, loves this place as much as I do. Um, I know somebody's like thinking in their heads right now, I love more than you. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> um, but no, it's like, this place is great. Like I remember when I first came here, it's just, you know, it's very inviting. Everybody that works here is awesome. The people are great, the teachers are great, staff's great. Um, you know, it's just, it's so much fun. It's just fully embraced everything that like I always wanted out of like, and, and like a cool environment to go to and be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. And so I remember being like in first year and being like, man, I would love to like work here and do that. And nice. you know, I was lucky. I started working in telegraphics that summer of my first year. And then, uh, you know, then uh, I think at the end of the first year, I started doing the security position in a hallway, which was like the greatest thing in the world because you get extra access to all the teachers. And then also, I got to like constantly bother Joe and Adam and Andy like every single day. Like I feel bad for the amount of like, hey, 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 could you take a look at my artwork? Could you take a look at my artwork? Like that's horrible, like I would hate me. But they, they were nice enough not to hate me. So that was great. And um, you know, give me some extra attention. And then, um, you know, I graduated and uh, I started doing some other work and I started working for like Matted Design out in the city and then uh, that ended and then they were nice enough to like let me take over for um, doing like the convention cord coordinating yeah. and whatnot, so that was great because then I got to travel around with Joe. And then um, I was trying to do like you know some more freelancing type stuff, and then I wound up getting the gig as the assistant editor up at DC, so I left to go work at DC. And you know it was very nice. And then one day, the same day that I found out that like my daughter was going to be like born like you know like a month later or whatever, they were like, oh, we're moving the company out to California. Wow. So I was like, well, that's too like life life-changing events in the same day. One more and I'm jumping out this window. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was, that was like a big thing. So like, you know, you really like process, like, you know, do I want to go out to Burbank? Do I want to, or do I want to stay here? Yeah. And do I want to go back to being a freelancer? And uh, that was really scary, but you know, I decided, you know, now I'm going to go back. I want to try freelance again. Um, I want to stay because of family reasons. And, um, you know, the school was very nice. You know, I, I kind of, 
reached out to them, and they were very, very nice and allowed me to kind of come back and uh, to teach. And it was kind of like a little, like little dream come true part, part for me, because like that's what I always wanted to kind of do too when I first got here. So that was really nice, and freelancing's worked out pretty well so far. Well, I know uh, you and I had spoken when like, you were working at DC. That was kind of a dream job as well. Oh, yeah. So you, you kind of had it pretty, pretty no, good. I, so, I have to say, like, knock on wood, uh, <laughs> you know, things like stay that way. Like, you know, right. I've been very, very lucky, and, um, you know, things have worked out pretty well. Like, even when I got the job at, like, DC, it's like, mm -hmm. I don't think it's any secret to anybody. Like, I'm obsessed with Superman. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little, little bit. Kind of, like, a little bit crazy. A little bit. So, um... <laughs> Uh, I was very lucky, like, when I got the job, like, I got to work on, like, all the Superman books. Yeah. So, like, that was awesome. I was like, oh, man, I have my hands, like, messing around with Superman. So that was great. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I'm an incredibly lucky person. I always, you know, thank my lucky stars every single day. Yeah, man. But Gio, um, so I want to talk to you a little bit. You said, like, you know, um, you don't consider yourself a teacher, but at the same time, you do have this thing that kind of drives you, like, you want to give back. And um, I guess I want to ask, like, where did that come from, like, in a sense, because I know, like, with the school, and I, I try to tell people this all the time, like, it is, it is a community, it's a, it's a tight community, meaning, like, I tell people, like, there's thousands of people in the comic book, there's not hundreds of thousands, there's definitely not millions, there's thousands, and that's not really a lot when you think about it, and, you know, I feel like you can kind of divide it down the middle, there are people that are willing to help, and then there are people that are kind of doing their own thing, and they don't, you know, they may be threatened or whatever by what, you know, your potential, but, what has your experience been like as far as people like that have invested time and, and, and effort in developing you? Um, well, when I was in first year, I was um, staying at the mansion, and uh, at that time there was this third year who was awesome, and he's working for Aspen Comics now. His name is Alex Conant, nice. and uh, he was like the nice guy, and you know every time I was having problems with figures or you know trying to lay out uh, my pages and stuff, he was like more than willing to to give me a hand you now which was which was really awesome and then you know I also had other people in my class who were at the time more talented than I was and they always you know were there for me so you know I think it's it's good to be in an environment where you know you can be close to other artists and you can get you know second opinions you can get help with stuff that you're struggling with because sometimes just a, that little bit of help or just seeing how somebody else draws it before you you know, it just, it'll make things click a little bit better and you'll be like, oh, you know, and so that's kind of like where, where that comes from right. for me, you know, so I'll, I'll always, you know, be more than happy to do the same, you know, do the same thing for somebody else. Yeah, I know, I've, I've experienced it just in your class and just even, like, just hanging out, like, you're quick to be like, here, let me show you, you know, and then you'll, you'll do it, and that's good, though, because I think it, 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 it's like something that gets passed on, and the people that, that kind of are on the receiving end as they mature and develop, they're able to give it back. But it leads me to another, uh, I guess, a broader question for both of you guys. Um, I'm of the opinion that competition is, I mean, there is a such thing as competition, but then again, maybe not. Because, like, nobody's going to beat you at being you, either one of you, you know. So, I mean, as long as you're being the best you, you know, in, in, one, in one light, like, no one can compete with that. But... You know, there's only the one penciling job for, and you know this as an editor, like, you know, we have room for one penciler on board for this particular book. So uh, what do you guys think about that as far as, you know, where, where the students are now getting ready to go into that field? What did I, what did I tell you guys today? Huh. You're 
winner. You're not first, you're last. You're not first, you're last. You know what? It's a lot of stuff. You know what? You know what? It's the truth. I'm going to look. It's the truth. Um, because, you know what, if, if you're not trying to win, if you're not giving it your all, there's somebody else that is, and you're done. Just call it a day, you lost. So you better be trying your darndest to, and work your hardest to achieve your goal. Because if you're not, you're not, you're not going to get it. It's really that simple. Okay. Um, that's it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, for me, it falls into the thing where... You you know, nobody really should compare itself to somebody else, right. you know, because everybody, everybody's different, you know, everybody's at a different stage in their uh, skills, you know, it just all, I guess, a matter of time and, and really hard work and, and a lot of practice, you know, and I think, you know, one of, one of the things that I wish, you know, the students did more, you know, while at the school is just to be able to draw more in the sketchbooks and, you know, do more things for fun. Because um, I don't think, you know, mostly, you know, they'll probably work on the assignments, the stuff they got to do, but, you know, then they won't spend, you know, more time, you know, drawing or, you know, doing stuff to just get that research going, you know, that that inner research, I guess, to um, to find those things for themselves. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a trick question that kind of, like, involves other things for me. Right. Um... But really, I mean, the, the thing is, you, you, you got to be the one who gets the most out of everything. You know, don't think about anybody else. Don't think about, you know, like, oh, you know, who's a crappy teacher? Or I'm not getting something from this teacher. Well, not, you know, you got to be the one who's got to be willing to grab the tools and go far with them because nobody's going to do the job for you. Nobody's going to, you know, take you by the hand and, you know, like, you got to do the trip, you know? So... And, there, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of competition out there, you know. And, and if you pay attention, if you guys read comics nowadays, you see that the, ta the people are really talented. There's even a lot more talented people who are not getting yeah. jobs, you know, or you know they haven't had the opportunity yet. Because that's also another thing, you know. It's all a matter of timing and the opportunity that maybe someone had the opportunity or the time to talk to a certain editor at a certain specific time and they were like, oh, you know, let's get you a job. Yeah. So, like, it's all, you know, part of, you know, everything, I guess. Yeah. So. This is, it's all inclusive. That, it's really true though what he said though too. It's like, you could be really, really talented, right? but like, there's already so many other guys that are really talented too and it's like, this is, this is like kind of the, the, the sad part of it all where is it's like why am I going to take a chance on you wow. when you've never done anything when right. I could give this guy a call who's already done a bunch of jobs for me right and like I, he's a proven yeah. you know what I mean I don't have to worry about him I know that he's going to hit his deadline mm -hmm. so why am I going to take a risk on you right so even if you have beautiful pages it's just yeah. like it's, it's a tough call to make yeah so you actually you have to have really really good work right and you have to be a hound when it comes to this kind of stuff, you have to, it's almost like bothering people, yeah. but, you know, my dad used to tell me, like, I remember this is like one of my favorite little phrases, he used to say, when, whenever you approach someone, you have to, you have no face, no face to it, like, right. you're just putting yourself out there nonstop, it doesn't matter, yeah. and uh, you just keep on bothering these guys, yeah. until eventually they're just like, this guy's a pain in the ass, I need to give him work just to shut him up, and <laughs> And you know what? That works great. And if not, you just keep on hounding them until it does work. Just stay on them. Stay on. There's a.
Okay. There's a saying too that in comics you gotta have two out of three things. Uh, you know, either uh, you're a really nice guy, uh, you're really talented, yeah. or you know the people. Yeah, three for three. Three for three. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, so, okay, let's say that you're really talented, uh, you know, and you're a really nice guy, but you don't know that many people, then eventually you're going to get a job. Um, you can be really talented, you can know the people, but you can be a dick, mm -hmm. and you're still going to get a job. Um, you can be, you can know the people, but maybe you're not so talented, mm. you're still going to get work. Okay. You know, so I think that that, that should also... It's, it's almost like, like water torture, you just keep dripping, dripping away until yeah. you just, you know. Exactly, yeah. That's interesting. Um, do you guys know who LaShawn Thomas is? Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he was one of the art directors for Boondocks, uh, big time comic guy and animation oh, guy. Cool. He's real cool. Um, he's cool. He uh, kind of forged his, we went to Korea on a whim and like became an animator there. And then now he's back in the States. Um, I follow LaShawn, you guys know who LaShawn Thomas is, yes? Yeah. Most of you guys. Uh, I bring him up because he, he put an interesting thing on Facebook yesterday. Um, uh, it was a repost of an article on Gangs of New York, or not Gangs of New York, uh, People of New York, or is somebody goes to <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, yeah. Um, where, uh, there's a photographer who goes around just taking random shots of interesting people, and he just asks them, hey, what's your story? And like, it's become like this really big thing. But uh, this guy found a, an artist who's from Mexico, living in New York City, and she said, I'm a, I'm a visual artist by trade. Um, but uh, I, I hate where it's going. There's a lot of politics involved. Um, and uh, it, it seems like now, in this day and age, it's less about the art and more about you uh, being uh, extroverted. And uh, it, it lends, the professional artistic realm lends itself to people that are extroverts. And I don't like that. And that was her opinion. LaShawn Thomas reposted it and said, what do you think? Now, he's got people like Joe Mad, uh, uh, Louis LaRosa, like these guys are chiming in, all kinds of like animators, comic guys and gals, um, and everybody had a different opinion. Some people were like, well, you know, I'm just an artist and my art should speak for itself. And other people were saying, hey, look, in this day and age, part of your hustle as a professional freelancer is putting yourself out there, so it's part of the job. I'd like to get you guys' opinion on what you think about that. It's a business, you know, your own brand. Right. Uh, if you're not putting yourself out there yeah. and making the phone calls or sending the emails and reaching out and trying to touch base with these people, right. um, I think you're going to make it a heck of a lot harder for yourself. Right. Um, you know, with the internet, you know, you have a great way of interacting with mm -hmm. people now, too. Yeah. Where, you know, you didn't have that even just a few years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like with Twitter, I mean, you have like direct access, Facebook direct access. Mm -hmm. uh, there's tons of stuff like that. Like, you know, when I, when I was a little kid, this is, this is kind of a little bit of a side story, but it, it, it'll cool. make sense, yeah. I promise. <laughs> um, when I was little, uh, I used to come up with combo characters all the time. I was like in fifth grade. Yeah. And my dad would be like, oh, why don't you just call, uh, call Marvel and DC Comics and talk to somebody? Uh -huh. So I used to be like, all right, yeah, it totally made sense. But like, uh, you know, it's the same thing now. It's like, you just have to be like, oh yeah, this totally makes sense. And you know, you just pick up the phone, uh, you dial the number, and this is exactly how it went down when I was a kid. And I was like, hey, I, I would like to talk to somebody about 
comics. And they put me on the phone with like Chris Duffy, who was an, an editor at like DC. And I would like constantly bug him all the time, just like talking about books and how to make comics. And you know, they were they were really very, very nice. But I would call almost like every day. <laughs> and then I would call Marvel all the time and I would talk with Jim Kruger on the phone. And I remember calling up like Mike Carlin one time. And uh and like now imagine like you're like really working hard, like you got all these deadlines, and some like little like twelve year old kid calls you up. Hey, uh, I just wanted to talk. Like, it wasn't like a five minute conversation. We're talking like a half an hour. Like, yeah, little little chubby Anthony was calling. I wanted to chat. So you better be ready. You better have a cup of water close by because your throat's gonna get dry because I want to talk to you. But um, you know that you know that's it all kind of like gears up to where we are now it's like right. you got to be willing to take a chance you got to put right. yourself out there you know um, you can't just lock yourself away in your room and just draw all day you got to put yourself out there you know? it's, it's nice to have friends yeah you know you like to talk to people it's a, it's a lonely business too so the more that you can reach out uh, build up your network make connections yeah. the better chance uh, you'll have of doing it I mean, I, I think it's, you know, obviously the art is always going to speak for itself, right. you know, but now in this day and age, I feel like it's so important to have that online presence, you know, no matter what. Um, like, I know there's like a ton of students that don't have anything where they submit their work, you know, for people to look at it and right. stuff. I mean, I, I, for one, ever since I was in school, I was always uploading stuff, assignments, things like that. I was, I was getting, like, you know, to do commissions and stuff from people that were on that site. Uh, they contacted me, and, you know, that always, you know, brought me work and stuff. I, I to be honest, like, I've never had to look hard for work because I was, it was always just coming to me because I, I always kept posting stuff. Um, and, like, even, like, not so long ago, I got hit up by a DC editor asking me if I wanted to do some Bound Beyond tryouts, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it's it's really important to definitely hustle and, you know, have that online presence. You know, we have, like, so many different things and different, like, websites right now where you can post stuff, you know, and, and it just right. gets to everyone. Right. So, like, don't hesitate. Don't be afraid to put that stuff out there, you know, even if you think that it's not good enough, you know, because you might be being too harsh on yourself too, so, you know, I think, and even just to see, you know, just to let people see your growth as an artist, and just to keep track of it, and you'll see, like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's so good to see yeah. that. I, I appreciate you saying that. One, one thing that baffles me, because uh, I, I hear this complaint from students, like, ah, you know, I don't have anything that's, that's good enough yet. It's like this, our business like your work literally goes on a stand to be judged every month yeah. you know what I mean like people are going to look at it and they're going to judge it like you might as well get used to it now because it's gonna happen like that's how you're gonna make a living yeah. people are gonna look at it and say mm, yes or no you know and you want them to say yeah obviously so you can make money and, yeah and nobody should get too attached with whatever stuff they're, they're doing especially right now you know like maybe you do one assignment here and you're gonna be like oh <laughs> you know? But like you're gonna you're gonna go to the next year and like you're gonna you're gonna do something new and then you're gonna be like 
you're gonna look at this thing that you did that one and you're like what the hell is I thinking <laughs> you know yeah. so like I mean just get, you gotta think about that you're always gonna be drawing if you're always drawing you're always gonna get better right you know there's there's no going back right here you know unless you completely stop drawing I mean you're just gonna stay where you left it right. yeah that's, that's pretty much what I something I tell people a lot when they when they tell me like oh you're so talented and you get you know it's like forget about that okay if, if I'm good today, it's because I've been drawing since I've been a kid. You know, it's like it's the same with everything else. Like you know, for people that play professional soccer or you know, they're professional sports guys or you know, whatever. It's because they've been doing it since they're very little, and they spend enough hours to be able to get that practice to the next level. You know, so you know, for me, like you know, I, I always tell people that like don't don't think it. you got to put in the work. You got to put in the hours. Yeah. Um, so that's that's very important, and but definitely you know don't don't get too attached because you know you're always gonna keep getting better. There's there's nothing I hate more, mm -hmm. like than when like I'm talking to students mm -hmm. and they're just like I'm just not good enough to show my stuff around or I'm not ready and blah blah blah. I'm just like I just want to smack them <laughs> because like it's really annoying. Yeah. Like, I want you like believe in yourself. Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I hate that. It's like yeah. a quitter mentality. Yeah, and I can't stand that. Yeah, there's nothing I hate more than that. Wow. Like, um, that is honestly that is probably my biggest like pet peeve. Is someone that doesn't believe that they can like achieve like success. Like that's horrible. You should, everybody should believe that you should be able to achieve success. Because if you don't like. You're done. Like what I was saying before in the beginning, like yeah. that's all it comes down to yeah. is you have to have such a strong belief in yourself that you will succeed and you're going to see it through to the end. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, you're done. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody else is going to have it for you. I mean, no. You it's up I mean? to you. Like, it's you exactly. got to have the, that mentality that, like, you're the one. Yeah. You know, pretty much like, I'm the one. I'm going to become one of the greats one day. But if you have the mentality that, no, I can't do this, like, I'm. Like, you know, like if you keep thinking that way, the negativity, that's gonna like drag you down. Yeah. It's not gonna take you anywhere. I say it, I say it in my class this morning. Uh, every day on a piece of paper, I write down, I will win. Nice. I will win. That's nice. it. I just write it down. I write it on the top of my boards when I'm drawing them. I write, I will win. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna win. I have to write that down myself. That's it. People might think that's crazy, but it's like the law. At the end, when I cross the finish line, I won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think too, man. Like, I mean, even like laying out a page or a, you know, like doing panels and, and figuring out like your camera angles and the storytelling. Like, there is associated with what we do, a, um, I would say, a necessary amount of stress because you're problem solving all the time. So, okay. You know, I've got I've got to visualize someone else's words or even my own words. All right, so now there's a deficit. We have words, we don't have a have an image. So now I got to figure that out. And so you know, you get distracted by life. Oh crap! I can't get this down shot the way I wanted to or whatever. So you're gonna hit that adversity. It's part of what we do. You know what I mean? So you know, there are gonna be times where you do doubt. Like oh crap! Like I don't know if I can do it. But if you have that reminder, like no. But, gonna it, win. but it feels great though when you do come out on the side. Oh, you yeah. did figure it out. And yeah. You got it right, and oh. you're just. But then sometimes, like, like last night, I was up till two thirty drawing. Yeah. And like, you know what? Like, I was struggling on this one panel. I was even talking with the writer of, of the book on the thing. Yeah. I was just like, man, I can't get this stupid panel right. It's uh -huh. bugging me out. And like, I kept on pressing and pressing and pressing. And finally, like, I figured it out, and it came out great. I was really, really happy. And like, you feel really good when like yeah. you can 
put that puzzle together and you make it work. Like, oh, there's nothing better than that, man. Yeah. That's when you cue up the Rocky music and, <laughs> and you're like, all right, that's really awesome. Wake up the baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you brought up a good point because um, it takes X amount of time to do a page, right? Yeah. And we, everyone has the same 24 hours in each day, but you guys, I mean, I know you guys are juggling multiple jobs, just jobs, but like you're also adults. You have a family, like you have responsibilities and bills. How do you guys find balance? And, and what is that like? Is it always a work in progress or have you cracked the code? Because we need to know. I don't know. Um, I mean it's definitely hard sometimes. Right now. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it all it all depends on, on what you're doing, you know, the type of uh, page that you're doing. Uh, but I mean, I usually try to wake up early. I try. How early is early? I want, um, I want numbers. I mean, <laughs> at least the latest I try to be in the studio at like nine ten in the morning. In the morning. At least, like that's the latest. But yeah. that's probably because I was up pretty late the night before. Right. Um, but still, you know, I, I I try to I try to wake up early and try to get myself. Into that, into that schedule, um, you know, and, and sit down and um, try to get, try to get the thing going. You know, that's probably right. like the, the main thing, I guess. Um, but um, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I have like no life. Yeah. Because I'm always like drawing and stuff. <laughs> um, you know, one the one thing you got to be careful is, you know, sometimes like if, if you're especially if you're at home or like, you know, if you have your computer right next to you, you can be like a double-edged weapon because you can just like start like going and looking at things and then like all of a sudden you have like, you know, a yeah, certain amount of at time has passed by. Um, so you got to be careful with that, but one thing that I've been using sometimes and it's a it's a really great app It's called uh, tomato or Pomodoro. Pomodoro. Yeah, yes. so you know, that's how you you, you know you, It's like a timer that lets you know that 20 minutes have passed, you know So at least like I'll, I'll try to get a certain amount of things done in those 20 minutes and then like you know It'll go and then I'm like okay, I know so I and then after like four uh Pomodoros, then you get like a break, yeah, like like a five minute break or a fifteen minute break. So you do whatever, you know, you can go on Facebook and do, you know, you do whatever you want to do, and then when the break is over, then it's just time to get back to it. Nice, you know. So that's something that has helped me, you know, when I have like, you know, a lot of things to get done and things like that. I still, you know, try to, you know, do things for me as well. You know, I try to, you know, at least, you know. Get myself to the gym, and you know, get get you know, get some kind of extra activity besides just sitting at my chair all day. You know, because I mean, it just when you when you go out and do other things, it's gonna make you feel good. You know, you take a break from that, and then while you're doing that other stuff, you might be thinking, or maybe you were having a trouble, you know, trying to figure out a panel or lay it on a page. But then you were, as you were doing something else, and you're like, you know, maybe you know. An idea will strike you, and then you'll be like, "Oh man, I can't wait to come back and like do this." Um, so that's usually what I try to do. Or like, if I have like, I'm having too much of a hard time, you know, because sometimes we all have bad drawing days, you know. So like, maybe I'll just take a break earlier, and I'll and I'll leave, and, and I'll come back, you know, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, but I mean, the the thing that you gotta think about is that that this is a 
job, you know, just like any other job, right? You know, it's not something where like, oh, I'm not feeling inspired, I'm not feeling the juices today, or like, you know, just if you're not feeling something like that, or you know, you're feeling that way, then just try to do something else before you go into the actual work, right. just to get the pencil going, yeah. you know, and then once you're feeling warmed up and you're feeling good, then you come back to it, and then you just start doing your thing. You know, that's that's pretty much how I think about it. Um, I mean, you know, we all we've all been there. We all procrastinate. We all, you know, sometimes leave things to the last minute. But the thing is, you know, you just gotta think that you just gotta get it done. Yeah, you know, I, I want to ask you something real specific before you start unwrapping that. But uh, real quick, I want to say, uh, just last week, I was I was having a problem. Like it was it was a day where I just couldn't draw that day, and. I came to school the next day. I was sad because I couldn't draw the night before. No, I was. I was like, man, life sucks. This is terrible. So I went, I went and talked to Andy. And I was like, Andy, what are you supposed to do right now? He was like, you want another secret to push it through? I was like, yeah. He's like, push through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was like, push through. I said, all right. Just draw. He said, yeah, just go draw, man. Okay. And I did. And like, it worked. <laughs> when, I, when I was a little kid, I met Tiki Barber. I'm a big football fan. Uh -huh. uh, I met Tiki Barber, and I remember I was little. Like I was like, I was like, oh, well, do you have any advice for like, you know, like trying to like, you know, run when you want to play running back? And he's uh -huh. like, yeah, just try not to get hit. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. It's just like <laughs> just push through. Just push through. Just push through. Yeah. So, so I'll play. I'll play Street Fighter too. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Now. For you, Anthony, do you like? Can you take a day off from drawing? Like, do you have that luxury at all anymore in life? Um, so it's, some, it's almost like some days I have to take a day off. Okay. Because of uh, things that because of life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, talk, talk. Okay, to let us. me tell you, I'll, my my life is like Groundhog's Day. Okay. Like I do the same thing every single day. I eat okay. the same exact food every single day. Oh man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. literally, it's a total. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's a great movie too. Um, it is great. Yeah, my life is an acclaimed comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's like, so every single day. Um, I wake up at around like 6.45, 7 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Avery gets up around 7.20. Mm -hmm. Avery's a baby. Avery's my baby, so my baby girl. Yeah. Um, so she gets up around 7.20. Mm -hmm. uh, I take her, I go get her up, you know, change her little diaper, yeah. bring her in. Uh, Jackie gets up around then too. Mm -hmm. uh, we feed her. Then, you know, it's like play with daddy for a little bit, play with mine. Um, you know, we try to eat at the same exact time, so everything is like the schedule-wise. You, right. you have you only got so much time. When you're trying to get ready to come, either I'm coming here to teach, or yeah. Jackie's leaving to go into the office, or yeah. um, Jackie's my wife, um, or uh, you know, just something's always going on. Right. So then um, around, let's see, so then around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, Avery goes down for a nap. Mm -hmm. So then I put her down, or Jackie puts her down, and then I go, okay. Make a beeline for downstairs and hope that Avery doesn't wake up. Wow. All right, so then I run downstairs, and then she sleeps until around 12, mm -hmm. and my, I have my office downstairs, and I, I go and I start working. So it's two hours you get. Yeah, so I, got, I know I got two hours uh -huh. if she doesn't wake up at like 11.10 or 11.30, something <sighs> like that. Okay. So then I start uh, really working, uh -huh. and like I, I can't really screw around. 
and then of course you know it's like oh but I gotta check Facebook first real quick and this and that. But you gotta really try to stay committed not to do it because every second counts, man. The clock's ticking. Yeah. My life also it's also just like Groundhog's Day, but also that song from Inception. And I'll turn that on too sometimes just to remind myself, like, go man, go man, go. So then uh, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock rolls around, and then it's like you run back upstairs, and then um, and I have a baby monitor too. I don't need anybody being like, oh, how do you know your baby's awake? Oh, yeah. It's a baby monitor. It's safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's 2015. So, so yeah, we can, we can trust it. Then, uh, so then I run back upstairs around 12. Um, you know go play with Avery again. And this is when Jackie's in the office. If she's home, then she's really helping me out throughout the day so that I can really work, or her mom, uh, or my mom will come over too to help out. That's cool. Um, and then she goes back down for her afternoon nap around, let's see, like 2.30, and then she'll sleep until four. So then I got about another hour and a half wow. where I can like disappear again. Yeah. So then you go and work more. Yeah. Then she gets up. Mm -hmm. Then around five o'clock, she eats. So then I eat at 5 o'clock, and then uh, she stops, then we play, and then she goes to bed around 7. And then after that, it's run back downstairs, start working again. And then, uh, like, for example, like around like 7-something last night, I was like, all right, Jackie, I'll see you tomorrow. And then like give her a kiss, and I didn't come back up to bed until 2.30 last night. Wow. You know, so wow. then it's just, you know, you're working, working, yeah, working, yeah, yeah, yeah. working. Um, but I'm also on like a tight deadline right now, so I have to do that. Right. You know, it's a little bit uh, easier if I have like a little bit bigger deadline and I can finagle a little bit more time. Then I like, maybe I'll wait for Jackie to go to bed or I'll go to bed too at the same time or whatnot. But uh, it's very much like I cannot waste time. And when I do start wasting time, or if there's other stuff that I have to do to go out of my way to like do stuff. It's constantly like a clock in the back of my head being like, you just lost half an hour, you just lost uh, one hour, you know, you just lost your entire morning now, like, and it, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, you start getting real panicky. Yeah. Um, you just got to overcome it. Uh, I understand, man. Like, it's, uh, I, you know, you have to explain this to the people that don't understand comics in your life that are important. You got to say, like, hey, look, you know, uh, it takes X amount of hours to get oh. this done. Like I need this time, so everything else can like function off of it. But like you gotta sequester time sometimes. My wife know? is a saint. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I thank God for Jackie. Yeah. Like I tell her all the time, like she's so great, because um, man, it's just like it's tough. Like you know, because like you know when you're with someone and you really like them, like you know, I, I talk about relationship stuff with the students too, because it's yeah. just like. You know, when you, you do have a boyfriend, girlfriend, you're like, you want to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're going to want to. It's, it's natural. It's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. But you have to be very upfront with them and be like, look, my job is uh, very time uh, intensive. I have to invest my time in this. You know, this is, this is who I am. Okay? Yeah. Uh, it's the way it is. And, you know, if uh, they really love you and they're cool with it, like, they'll understand. Uh, but you have to be honest and upfront about it, too, that this is what you do. Um, and you know that's the best possible way to go about doing it. Yeah. And I got baby number two coming. Whew. Congratulations. <laughs> 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 I think you're gonna need to hire an assistant. Unpaid <laughs> 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 assistant guy. That I, I gotta wait for my check. Must love kids. Must love kids. All right, so I got a couple more questions for you guys, and I want to open it up to everybody else. Um, 
But I want to talk about uh, just you guys mentioned, you know, like kind of your career path. Talk to me about some of the pros, the uh, the pros that we may know that you've worked with and what you learned, like some specific things, or like what was the value of working with certain professionals when you were a rookie? You go, I just talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess first and foremost, Joe, right now. I remember when I started Telegraphics, I really sucked at laying out the stories. Um, <laughs> How did you get the job? I've always been curious about that, because a lot of people say when they first started out, they were terrible. So like, how did you get the job you were terrible? Well, I was good with the technical drawing uh -huh. skills, you know. Right, right. I, the, the test was just like, copy this picture here, yeah. you know, and, that, yeah. and everything was already laid out for you and stuff. Right. But, when you actually start doing the job and you get the stories and what you know they explain what what what's happening in each panel and and you actually got a trace you got a place where the word balloons and the title is going to be and everything, so it was you know it was a little complicated. I, I you know before that we never had to do anything like that in class because we always worked without word balloons and stuff, and that's a that's a big part of, of making comics you know, so uh, I was terrible at that and um, and I remember you know Joe. Uh, kind of just like in the beginning, he was like moving things around and, and explaining me why he did things a certain way and whatnot. So like that, that really caused a, a great impact on me to the point where like I was getting like really good at doing layouts. And I remember before Joe was gonna go on his like big yearly vacation, they would, they would be like, "All right, Gio, we need you to do like all these layouts, get them approved by Joe, so that we have stuff to work on before he leaves." You know, so uh, so that was great. Um, and then um, working with Adam, yeah, um, that was uh, that was pretty awesome. Um, I mean, I think uh, I I absorbed the most from him too because like he's for me he's one of the best storytellers out there too. Uh, I think like his storytelling is it's just it's beautiful. Yeah. So um, that was great. You know, just to be able to be with him in his studio. And like I remember at the beginning, I was like, "Oh my god, like, <laughs> I'm working with Adam Kubert." You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it just became like such a natural thing. Like if you were just hanging out with a friend, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I also worked with this guy Simon Fraser. Uh, he works for 2000 AD. Yeah. Um, and I helped him with some stuff uh, a little bit. Uh, and I had to go all the way down to Brooklyn. Uh, and he was really cool because he was in this big warehouse uh, that where a lot of people had uh, studios in there. And I met Becky Cloonan and like a bunch of other people, Riley Brown, a bunch of really good artists, you know. So that was just really cool to be able to be in that environment. And I would just go there like once a week or something and then just like spend the whole day there. And it was awesome. That is awesome. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited for that story. That was awesome. Um, and then, um, and then Lee Weeks. You know, Lee Weeks was uh, really awesome. Um, I didn't get to spend too much time with him, but I did get to go to his house and you know look at the stuff that he was working on one time. Um, just like crap, just to be able to ink over this stuff or like help him out with like a cover. Dude. Like it was like a 3D cover. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um and then like every and we still talk a lot on Facebook. Like we we always message or 
he calls me on the phone. Yeah. He calls me on the phone. He's like, hey, what's up, Jill? How's it going? Yeah. And he's like, he's such a nice guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I can't, like, I can't believe it because he's one of my biggest heroes. I, I love Lee Week's stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just, just another level. You know? It is. Um, so, you know, to get, to be able to have that contact with him and be able to show him the stuff that I'm doing and him giving me feedback and, you know, like, doing overlays of my stuff, like, that's just, like, you know, for me, it's, like, it's priceless, you know? Like, it's, it's too, it's too awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. So I think that, that, but, you know, like, and, and then for those jobs, like, I never got any credit or anything. On, on the actual book or whatever, but I mean, for me, I feel like I got something better out right. of that because I don't think anybody has the, uh, the chance, you know, for, you know to, to be able to work closely with those guys, some of the best in the business, yeah. and be able to absorb and, and learn a bunch of things, you know, to, to be able to make yourself a better artist. Like, I mean, that's like way better than getting it, that's just going to help you for the future to. Know, kind of just build your own name and, and stable, you know, so. So you would say, once you graduate, it is still important to pursue ways of getting better? Always. Okay. Always. That's the point. So it doesn't end after three years? It, it never ends. Oh, okay. It never ends. I don't think even Joe, when he was still, you yeah. know, working with stuff, uh, he was always doing better stuff. You know, he and was, he was taking life drawing class. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And he was Joe Kubert, you know, so. Yeah. That tells you something, you know. That's a good point. That's a good point. You got a chance to work with Lee, right? When you were uh, when I was, yeah. Um, that was interesting. I gotta say, like, um, well, there's a few different ways to put this. Like, so, uh, art-wise, it was cool, like telegraphics, because it's similar very much to like Geo, like bringing up stuff and talking to Joe, getting an understanding of why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, um, and how to make it better. But then, it was, you know, I guess that could also apply to like. Um, you know, bothering Adam and Andy as well and showing yeah. them stuff because, you know, even if you're not really working with them, it's almost like they're editing you. Yeah. And they're explaining to you why these things are the way they are. Yeah. Uh, and that goes for all of the teachers, though, too. Like, I, I can't just say it's just them because, it, you know, it's throughout the entire staff. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, everybody really knows what they're talking about. Um, and, you know, if you don't agree with something, that's fine. But, you know, you have to take what really sinks in in your head, uh, get your ego out of the way a little bit, yeah. and uh, see how you can make that apply into your work. Um, from the editing standpoint, it was very interesting because I, I did have an art background, so I was able to talk about um, things that maybe normally wouldn't be talked about with artists, right. or um, you know, try to discuss composition or like you know the layout of stuff and uh, how we can maybe try to make the pages a little bit better. Um, one of my favorite things that I ever got a chance to talk about with anyone was with Aaron Cooter, uh, who, who draws action comics. If you guys aren't familiar with him, uh, he was doing a, an issue of Superman at the time, and we, it was like Orion, and he's in like this underworld uh, thing. It's like this upside down universe, and then he had to fly his like scooter out of the upside down universe into the normal universe, and we had to figure out a way to convey that on the page. And so, you know, it's easy for the writer to write that, but have fun trying to figure that out for one page. Yeah. And this is on one page. One page. So, um, I was talking with Aaron, we were, we're, and we were really discussing this. I, I have to say, like, 
I really appreciate, like, there's some really nice guys that work in the industry and, like, you know, I mean, they could really have told me, like, to go flip, you know, and I'm like, you know, why, are you, why am I talking to you about this? But they're really nice, they're good guys out there. Aaron's one of them, and uh, he, uh, you know, we got to discussing the layout of it all, and uh, I would draw up little, like, thumbnails and stuff, and I'd send it to him, and I came up with this idea where, like, if we had, like, a central image of uh, Orion, and we treated it almost like a, like, remember Land or something like that? You know how, like, a game board kind of goes oh, yeah. all the way around? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, what if we treated those like the panels, and, like, you had to kind of, like, move around the page and wind up with Orion in the center and, like, kind of, like, flying out of it? Uh, and then, so this way you start upside down, yeah. and then, like, you kind of work your way all the way around the page with them, and then you wind up right side up. Right. And he was like, oh, that's great. So, like, he drew up the whole page like that. And, uh, that was really cool. So I would learn a lot. From Aaron and his layouts. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like uh, I got to like get Andy to do like a few things, and that was always great because he comes up on Thursdays. Yeah. And he's always up at DC, and he like uh, goes over all the layouts and does a lot of like all that kind of stuff for them. So I would always look forward to going up to the meetings there because it was like being here and being like, hey, check this out, this and that. And so we would just discuss all the layouts and how to make things better for the artists. And so. I mean, every single person I've ever gotten a chance to really talk to about art, whether it's a student, whether it's a professional, uh, dude on the street, you know, it's like I've learned something from them and yeah. figured out a way to apply it to my art. Nice, man. You're, you're like the consummate student. I did not know, like, from a kid you were calling companies. That's really oh, cool, I'm, dude. I'm a comic fanatic. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I love comics. It's the best medium. I, I, agree. You know, I agree. You can do anything. There's no budget. No budget. Do you understand what that means, folks? It's like, you don't have to worry about a special effects budget, okay? You don't have to worry about, you want to write a scene where you go up into outer space and go to the coolest planet in the world and, you know, there's all these crazy monsters and this and that, explosions left and right. Good luck trying to get a movie made with that. You know, you're going to have a budget of like a billion dollars. Like, comics, you can do whatever you want. You can do these great things and it, it's, it's like magic. Because you're creating these things that you see in your head and you're just putting it onto a page and you're, you know, a piece of paper is too, too, it's flat, it's nothing, okay? But you're giving an illusion of 3D on something that is flat and like you're creating this whole little universe, like it's so crazy. <laughs> um, so, uh, and like I just love it, like it's, it's really magic, comic books are magic. Yeah. And um, if people don't understand that, like I'm like, you're, you're missing out on the whole thing. It, it's the best medium out there. And uh, it, you can do things in that that you cannot do anywhere else. Uh, I think people really need to understand that and appreciate it for what it really is. Yeah, I was telling somebody this weekend, like, you know, they were asking me about uh, what I think about, you know, all these comic book movies and stuff. And I'm like, it's cool. I was like, but we who are comic book fans first, we feel like you guys are finally catching up to what we've always known. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's <Exactly>. cool. <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> Very true. That's really cool, man. Oh, man. All right, so let me ask you guys this. I want, I want your top three. I have two lists, two lists. One list is top three favorite artists, and then top three uh, artists that influenced your own style. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so give me, give me your top three favorite artists. Okay, top three favorites. Yes. Um, when I was a kid, uh, is it okay to have one three? Or you just want three, like hard. No, I want hard your top three. three. You can do some honorable mentions, you know what I mean? But I want your top three. Your your Mount Rushmore. They have four of it. Oh, God. Yeah, I know it's hard. It's um, tough. 
It took me like two days, but you guys only had five minutes. When I, when I was a kid, uh, Dan Jurgens. I love Dan Jurgens. Why? Uh, well, like uh, like I've said before, I'm a huge Superman fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing was is that growing up, uh, he was like the Superman artist, at least for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I loved his style. He had really great use of black. His, his uh, images were dynamic. Yeah. They were different. He looked cool. Yeah. Um, he drew Superman the way that I envisioned Superman in my head. Gotcha. So that was uh, very awesome. Um, after I mean, like really, that was my end all be all gotcha. growing yeah. up. Uh -huh. um, then uh, I love uh, Adam and Andy stuff. Uh -huh. uh, they can't count as one person. I can't tie them. No, I was gonna give them a tie. Everybody always does that. I do it too. Um, <laughs> you can do it. You can okay. Do it. Okay. <laughs> I, I love those guys, man. Like I've learned so much. Uh, from Andy, uh, you know, so much just from going and always bothering him all the time. With yeah. him. You know, it's a, he's an awesome guy, a great, great guy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to tie them all together. Just Joe too. Uh -huh. they, they, they can just take the one, two, three. The Q. Oh, okay. You know, okay. It's just like, and Joe was like, I mean, my God, like, just looking at like his uh, figures, uh, I can learn so much just about like body language and how to really yeah. convey what's going on in a scene. It's just, yeah. he, he was, I mean, like, he's a real master. He was, yeah, um, definitely. I mean, you look at anything, I mean, his pencil stuff, like, I'm looking on the wall right now to try to see if there's just, like, some of his loose pencils, like, he would, you know, he's able to just put on certain lines. He knew the right amount of lines to put onto a page, yeah. where, like, he didn't have to overcrowd it. It wasn't about over-rendering things yeah. or whatnot. It was, he could just put down a few lines, but he knew the exact lines to put down to convey the story, yeah. and to, or to make the image stand out a certain way, and it's like, oh, it's so masterful. Like, if you don't have appreciation for that, like, yeah. you're done. Definitely at the wrong school. Yeah, and then, um, <laughs> for sure. Andy and Adam are fantastic. Adam, uh, storytelling, like you were saying before, is gorgeous. I mean, yeah, that's fantastic work. Uh, Andy's a fantastic storyteller as well. <coughs> Last time was Krypton. It's like one of my favorite books. Oh, yeah, man. It's like, Adam's great. Adam yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Dan Jury. Okay, all right. That's a, that's a legit. I'm sorry, that was really tough for me. I had to really think that one out. And talk no, I understand. No, I'm, I, when I tell you, it really took me two days, man. I felt bad for, like, people that I loved growing up. And I'm like, but this guy, I love this other guy. It's painful. It is. It's like there's a tough. bunch of guys too, you know. So yeah. yeah, it's hard. All right, Gio. Um, all right. So I think for me, I remember when I was, uh, you know, starting out the school, or a little before that, I found Sean Murphy. Yes. You know, and that was like, you know, way before he was like super famous and before stuff. Before he was Sean Gordon. Or before he was Sean Murphy. <laughs> got three. Yeah. He's got three. I, I love his stuff so much. <laughs> Uh, I remember reading Off-Road, you know, storytelling, everything was just, you know, beautiful stuff. Um, He's got an interesting story, too, of how he became, like, famous or, like, how he broke yeah. in and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I'd have to say, and then I found uh, Ryan Sook, and I remember that I wanted to know how he got to be that good, and then I remember, I, I remember you know, just going through, and, and then I, I found you know, Kevin Nolan, so, like, I, I saw that he, you know, that he definitely stuck Kevin Nolan a lot, so right. those two guys, for me, like, I think they come as a pack, because they, right. they have, like, such similar um, inking style, and, you know, and everything, and, and Kevin Nolan is such an amazing inker, you know, I think, like, the only joke I saw the book that I like, it's, uh, 
uh, Azrael or Batman's sort of Azrael, I think. It's because he made his stuff look like his, you know? Uh, so that's good. And, um, you know, I have to say, uh, Lee Weeks is in there. But, you know, I gotta, I gotta get a fourth one because Emona, it's just like, yeah, I can't deal with Emona. It's like, he's not, he's so clean too, oh, man. It's just he's storytelling. It's yeah. just like, yeah. you know, and he can do anything. He can yeah. do really cartoony stuff. He can do really realistic stuff. And then obviously, like, his regular comic book style, it's just like, yeah. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He cranks it out too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he does monthly books, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. And at that level, all the time. That's okay. crazy. And he and he gets better and better. Wow. So, so yeah, those guys for me are like my top choice right now. Now, who do you guys look for uh, if it's not those guys? Who do you guys look for like when you need inspiration, just as an artist? Not, you know, like yeah, like you can, you know, these guys are juggernauts or whatever, but like. I want to look at uh, what's this guy coming out with next, you know. Oh, you know, I remember he did this project, and yeah, I always did that, you know. Um, I have a bunch of people. Like, I have a, a ton of artists that I follow. Uh, Chris Hominy is like one of oh, my favorite ones. Yeah. Uh, Chris Alka. Oh, yeah. um, I love his, I love his constant Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, Santa Loco. Um, and there's so many. Koi Pell. Yeah. Um, I love um, uh, David Aja's stuff. It's really good. Um, what's, what's his name? Adrian Acuna, I think. Acuna. Daniel Acuna. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love his work. Man. I love his stuff. Yeah. Um, like those fully painted comics are ridiculous. Yeah. Paulo Rivera. Yeah. Is amazing. Uh, I mean. So you just go to the comic shop. We could just sit here all day. It's weird for me because it's like, you know, like the guys I mentioned before, like of course, like Joe Adam and Andy, like I have all their books like on my shelf, but I have a special shelf. It's just Cuber, a Cuber shelf. Um, those are like my school textbooks. Yeah. Like, you know, like when I'm struggling or I need like some inspiration, you're like, oh man, how the hell would you pull this off? Yeah. Like I usually will grab, like I have like the big showcases of like all like Joe's type of stuff, so I'm always pulling them off. How would you like figure this out? I just need to understand. And like I see, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm trying to understand. I'm sure I'm not really like doing any, sir. You know, it's probably nowhere close. But like, uh, you know, you learn a lot just from like studying those pages. And then, um, you know, other guys like uh, I like Marcos Martin too a bunch. Like I put him in the Paulo Rivera category. I also forgot J.P. Leon. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. And then uh, I love Aaron Cooter. Like I said before, I love his artwork. Uh, Lee Weeks, um, I like Eric Frank a bunch. Um, God, yeah, man. There's just so many. Like, yeah, most of the guys I really like. You know. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, we'll be talking all day. Like, fun conversation about that. Yeah, man. But no, it's good, man. It's good to see like you guys are are hungry. You're on the path. Like, you're you're getting things done. But yet, like, you're still fans. You I'm know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Jimmy Chong. Like I was like, I was about to punch oh, myself yeah, if Jimmy I forgot Chong. that. Yeah. <laughs> like just not stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did I forget Chong. that? I know, man. Yeah. Both forgot. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. There's so, what? Both forgot Capullo. <laughs> okay. Capullo. <laughs> Capullo. But um. <laughs> Dustin Weaver, man. Mm. Dustin Weaver kicks the hell out of my backgrounds. 
that guy is like, it's unbelievable. When I want to feel like a loser a little bit, or like I'm feeling too egotistic, like, yeah. just like look at some of the Dustin Weaver stuff, and you're right back and, like, there. Calm down, boy. Yeah, just sit down a little bit. Frank Whiteley? Yeah. What is wrong yeah. with us? <laughs> Frank Whiteley? Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'll start some rant. I was just looking at it uh, last weekend. Some beautiful storytelling. Yeah, man, for sure. All right, that's good, man. I was going to say, like, um, sometimes, man, um, I mean, you guys, I know you guys have met certain individuals that are pros that are, like, bitter professionals. It's like, oh, why are you so angry? You don't have to be angry. This is fun. <laughs> You know, but it's good to see you guys are still like happy about. Give me time. Yeah, <laughs> and look, you know, not 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 taking anything away from the reality of you know what what this is all about, but still, it's good to do it and still enjoy it. And um, I think you guys, man, uh, show that in you know just your personality and your approach, man. So it's it's really refreshing, you know, for me to see. I'm sure it is for them too to see the enthusiasm is still there. You know, even though there's still a haze, a glaze over the eyes, you're still happy yeah, to like still be doing it. Absolutely. I hope that, uh, it's like the honeymoon phase. I hope it never goes away. Yeah. But like, you know, I always I'd say this too. It's like, you know, during the winter, it's really, really cold outside. Yeah. You know, you feel that wind, it feels like it's cutting through your face. Yeah. And then you see those poor guys working outside, man. You know, they're really busting their butt. Yeah. You know, then, you know, you look around and you're like, oh, sure, it's nice and warm in here. Yeah. <laughs> coffee, like internet. Get up, go get some coffee. Got, got this, I'm drawing. Picture, I'm doing what I want to do. Drawing. Boy, I sure got it tough. Oh, sure rats. got it tough. Rats on me. <laughs> so as soon as ever I start feeling like, oh, this is such a hard job, I just, I realize there's people that really bust up butts out there, man. You know what, drawing isn't easy. It's not an easy job, but you know what, at least every day we get to wake up and do something that we enjoy doing. Yeah, man. And that's the whole point for life. It is, man. Not, so. not many people get to do what they love to do, man. Exactly. Make them, so. Thanks, so That's guys. one thing sometimes, like, I just want to slap people that are here. They are so lucky to be here, and they would take advantage of the opportunity that they have, you know. Uh, so it's like, like, what are you doing? You know, why are you wasting your time, or why are you wasting other people's time? If you, you know, like, you, you are here for a reason. So, like, just take the most out of it. Like, nobody has to, that same opportunity. That's right. So. You better believe it. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I've I have more questions, but I know you guys have questions too. So please feel free. Call me now if you're just opening. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Luis, you got a question? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything as teachers that you guys feel you would like to bring to the curriculum that you feel you didn't get from your students? Good question. A fourth year. <laughs> now, how is your fourth? Would it would it be guaranteed for all third years, or would you have to earn the fourth year? I mean, I think it would be nice to have a fourth year because um, we we talked about it with Gabe. I remember it would be like a portfolio year, you know, right. where basically you're just working with one teacher, right, all year round, and then you're just working on portfolio pieces and stuff, and you know, you pretty much would be like kind of like working from home and. And then you come meet the teacher like once a week or something like that to check on your progress and whatnot. So, like you know, we all kind of like like that idea. 
Because sometimes, like, you know, when you're at school, you have all these other classes and stuff that you got to do, which, I mean, you still got to pay attention to those classes. But, you know, obviously, we all want to draw comics one day. Um, and, you know, it requires time and, and, and more effort, I guess, to, to get better at that. But, you know, like, that, that would have been... It would have been nice because definitely in, in my third year, I definitely felt like I wasn't ready. Um, but, um, I mean, I don't know. I think, like, everybody, uh, or, like, you know, at least in the school, uh, there's, like, enough where you can at least get to draw, you know, pay, you know X amount of pages. But maybe, you know, have, like, a class or something that it's more, you know, geared for like portfolio and stuff that the editors want to see, you know, not just wait until like the last year, um, like the third year where you can do like special projects and things like that. That, that should be more of like an important thing like all throughout the school, I think, you know, that, that would be a good thing to have. I'm really pondering on this one. You, <laughs> um, you guys are inside guys now, you can uh, you have your own curriculums. Um, almost like a social skills class. I don't mean it in a bad no, way. Uh, uh, Anti-gene class. We should have like toothbrushes and you know, deodorants and stuff. Yeah. Put it in the kids. That would be it's really nice. I think you need a shower in the bathroom. A shower. Oh no, a toiletries. Well, I just want to pee. The things we're gonna have to see in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you know what I'm saying? Like at least like a toothbrush and like a toothbrush. life skills, man. I, I think I think, think social skills. skills yeah. uh, and but what I mean by that, it's not like going out and being able to talk to people. But well, I guess that is what it really is in the grand scheme of things. But um, just knowing how to present yourself and yes. to like you know say hello. Yep. Huh. And not be ashamed or weird about saying hello to someone. Yeah. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with walking up and introducing yourself yeah. and saying hello, uh, my name is so-and-so, uh, you know, uh, I'm an artist, this is what I do, I'd like to show you some of my stuff, would you mind taking a moment to take a peek at it? Yeah. You're not really as simple you. as that there, I just gave you the class for free, guys. <laughs> <laughs> take notes. So, Make it available online. Yeah, it will be. I think. I don't know. Alright, um, I know you guys touched up on this uh, earlier in the seminar, but um, when you say, like, even after you leave the school, you, you guys say, like, oh, you're constantly getting better, do you find this is in between issues or runs of things or, like, <laughs> from, like, panel to panel? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, it's true. It is, like, uh, like uh, for example, okay, so um, after I left DC, yeah, I started drawing again. Uh, they wanted me to do a, a much more cartoony style on the shadow. Okay, so that was uh, a little bit more difficult because I had to figure out how to simplify, like how I wanted to go back. And this is after I hadn't drawn for a little bit of time. Like, yeah, I was drawing when I was there, but you know, it was not as much as I had been. Um, and then um, now, like on Solar, like it's much more detailed and uh, kind of back to how I used to to do. So it's like kind of getting back into that gear uh, mentally. And so, um, like, for example, I did like two pages from that right off the bat and like trying to go back to detail type stuff. And like, it's almost like putting the gears back in order and like kind of greasing them back up and like click, 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 click. And then it's like kind of grinds and then smoke comes out. And then like you hear some weird noises and a spring shoots out. And you're like, ah, oh, I can't see. And then it starts like moving again. And you're just like, start working, damn it. And you start kicking it. And then uh, it finally started making sense again, and then like I started noticing certain things in the way I was doing uh, 
like face in this panel, and then I'd want to kind of carry that over into this one, and then I started noticing it just kind of started to click again. It makes sense, but um, yeah, you'll notice stuff like all the time, like oh yeah, I really like that I did this, or wow, the hand came out great. Finally, this hand makes sense to me, and then you'll draw it on the next panel. I'm like, nope, I was wrong. <laughs> but uh, you're always going to notice little little things. Well, like when you finish the last thing you do, you're always going to wish you were that artist from the beginning. Of the book, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, all energized and ready to go? No, no, like, I mean, when, oh. when, uh, like, after, <laughs> after, you do, after you do the next amount of pages, yeah. right, you're going to get better. Yeah, like, you're going to yeah. get way you better, like, since, you know, like, you're, okay, let's say you're good at the beginning of the book, let's say that you end up being really good at the end of the book, yeah. uh, you're going to, you're always going to wish you were that artist at the beginning of the book. Uh, always. Yeah. Always. No matter what. And, and, like, just now, even now, like, I'm just starting to feel like I'm kind of finally coming into my own a little bit, you know, like it's it's always like a big process just to try to get away from the influences and just do your own thing, you know, like that's really important, yeah. That's really cool, man. I appreciate that. Um, I remember like in the beginning, of, like close to the beginning of the seminar, both of you were saying like this is a tough job at this high credit, there's like only like a couple thousand people this and that, like like I said only one pencil only one anchor gets a job so my question to you is like when you first came to the school like what like were your was your family like were your families concerned about the risks and if so like what did you do to convince them or more so yourself what that what you were doing was not just a gamble that it was worth it you know this is what I want to do I'm a big boy <laughs> I got my big boy pants on, put on my big boy shoes, I lace them up, I head out, do my work, one, two, three, TCB. <laughs> um, you, know, uh, you know, it's like all my life, ever since I was a little kid I've been drawing, you know, you don't, it's not like you just wake up tomorrow and you're like, I'm going to go draw comics. No. Um, all my life, since I was a little kid, it's been, I'm going to go draw comics. You know, uh, for a while there, like when I was in high school, one day I was like, oh man, I just don't know if I want to draw though. Um, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like, you know, it's, I just enjoy, I enjoy drawing and I don't want somebody telling me that I got to draw. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I think everybody kind of feels that way at some point. And then I started going to college, I want to be an English teacher. <laughs> and I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> and then I was like, forget it, I'm going to go party up and down the East Coast. <laughs> so then I went and partied up and down the East Coast. <laughs> and then I was like, I need to get a job. <laughs> so then, um... <laughs> so then, uh, I was like, alright, I guess I'll go and do construction work. So I started doing construction work. And then I was like, wow, this really sucks. <laughs> and then, um... Living is great living. Uh, I mean, I could have been fine and made you know, decent money and things would have been great, but it's not what I wanted to do. And I was like, you know what, man? I'd much rather be drawing and doing what I want to do. So uh, I said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to run up those steps like rock. <laughs> Raise my hands in victory. <laughs> so uh, I made a go for it, and uh, I haven't regretted that decision. I love it. That's it. Just got to go for it. 
me, I didn't even know that, that was an actual career you could do. Uh, when I was in high school, I had no clue what I was going to do with my life. I was like, I guess I'll just be a mechanic engineer like my dad. He seems to do pretty good, right? And then, um, remember, I was always drawing and stuff. And, um, and one of my mom's friends, she was like, oh, why don't you study illustration? And I was like, what's that? I was like, oh, that's what the that's what the guys that draw like the Disney stuff like do. That's what they study, and I'm like, that's that's a career. That's you can actually do that. <laughs> so yeah, so I went and I looked into it, and there was like you know there was like some schools in, in my country where you know you could uh, study illustration. So I pretty much just kind of just went into that after after I graduated from high school, and. Um, and you know, I, I was very lucky that my mom was always very supportive. I mean, she always knew that I liked drawing, and you know, she she knew that I had the, the talent to do it. Um, so she was always very supportive. So I feel like really blessed and lucky that I was, you know, I was able to be in that position. And then, um, you know, and then I realized that the life of an illustrator in Venezuela was not going to be too <laughs> successful <laughs> because there's really not, you know, there's like not no comics or you know. I was probably gonna end up working in graphic design, which I mean, like, you know, I don't, I don't, nothing against graphic designers, but I just, it's work that I don't want to do. I understand, I understand. Um, so then, I remember I was working at a, at a comic shop in, in, in Venezuela, and, and I saw this comic that had the Kubert ad, you know, uh, and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> 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 That's stuff there, the you know, yeah. Um, so that's you know that's pretty much what I what I had in mind and 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 like I never there was never that thought in the back of my head like oh what if I fail you know what if I don't do it you know like what if like you gotta just delete that from your head you know you can't think that way you know you gotta be committed to this and you gotta be committed to your dream you know if you don't do anything you possibly can to be able to achieve that goal and, and, and obviously never stop trying. Yeah. You know, and like that's you know, what I think most people fail is because they just stop believing or they just give up and you know. So I mean I think, you know, I I know for some people it's it's harder, you know, to have the support from their families depending on their career choice or their you know, their cultural background. But, you know, I think that as long as you believe in yourself and and you have people around you that will push you and motivate you to, you know, fulfill those dreams and those goals, I think you're good. Dude, that's I mean that's, that's beautiful, both of you guys. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like we should do a part two. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot to say, man. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, next week, you, you guys should stick around next week. But, um, no, nah, thanks, guys, for, for taking the time. I know it's a long time coming, but um, clearly, man, it's really good. Oh, it was fun. Thank you very much for having me.